This report by Leela Magnus. Coalitions and kingmakers are the new buzzwords in local government politics after the recent local government election where political parties failed to get an outright majority in many municipalities. In Gauteng, there are eight hung municipalities, which include the three metros of Johannesburg, Chwane and Ekuruleni. The new entrant, Action SA, has gone back to the electorate to determine how they should approach coalitions. What they are unapologetic about is that they won't get into a coalition with the ANC, says their national spokesperson, Lerato Ngobeni. We'll go into coalition discussions with a party that is um, committed to a zero-tolerance stance on um, corruption. Secondly, we'll go into a coalition um, on the basis of transparency. As you know, we have been running since Thursday um, a public participation poll on our website, Three, we will go into coalition with or, or dis- coalition discussions with an organization that is prepared to agree um, to a service delivery agenda up front. The Democratic Alliance is willing to work with all parties, but they must agree to 17 principles listed on its website. Aspiring coalition partners will be required to pledge to good governance, non-racialism and the rejection of gender and racial quotas. The Freedom Front Plus grew in leaps and bounds during this elections and doubled the number of its seats. Freedom Front Plus leader Peter Grunewald says on principle they will not work with the ANC or the EFF. We must ensure that when we go into a coalition, that it is sustainable, uh, that it is stable, and therefore we will uh, look very carefully who the other partners are in that specific coalition. We must set an example for the 2024 fourth uh, election and prove to the electorate of South Africa that you can have stable and responsible coalition governments The economic freedom fighters want service delivery for all South Africans, including access to water, land, jobs, transparency and non-racialism. They also want a coalition agreement to be published. Another potential kingmaker and newcomer, the Patriotic Alliance, has established a panel to negotiate any coalitions. Eugene Boerta, head of legal affairs at the PA. Our mandate is to go and to secure um, control and governance in municipalities to ensure that there's service delivery to our communities because they have not been served for so long. Um, so we don't have any, any views on, on any party that's, that we say we will never do business with them. We want them to understand, though, that we don't become a branch of this. The ANC has also established a team to negotiate any coalitions they are entering into. I am Lila Magnus in Pretoria. Well, uh, we have like a minute and a half left uh, before the bottom of the hour, but let's start this conversation uh, to help us understand the process that's to follow after the elections. We're joined on the line now by Professor Susan Boysen, who's the editor of the book Marriages of Inconvenience, The Politics of Coalitions in South Africa. Prof, good afternoon. Thanks for speaking to us. Good afternoon, Sakina. So the election results have been declared, and the question now is the process to be embarked upon. 
Yes, now is the real time of big politics. And it promises really to be a very unstable, fragmented period lying ahead. As the bottom line, the councils have to be constituted, or at least have to be attempts to constitute the councils. That means, in essence, meet and elect the key officials like the mayor, deputy mayor, and speaker. And that has to be done, be done by a majority vote. It is a bit easier because that majority vote is a majority of councillors present. But as we have learned from the Council of Tricks and Antics in the period 16 to 2021, there can be massive disruption and deliberate derailment of processes that happen there. And if I can summarize it, it is, and serially, there is an inability to constitute that council. Then at the end of the day, in terms of the constitution, the MEC for local government in the relevant province can order that that council be dissolved and be re elections be rerun. However, there will be serious reluctance to do that because, as you saw in the case of court judgments on the case of Twane not too long ago, the, the consideration was if the election outcome is likely to be the same as it had been the previous round, then it doesn't make any sense to rerun that council. And then the councils could be going under administration, something certainly newly elected councillors councils and their councillors would not like. So there is going to be every attempt to form majority governments. Minority governments are also possible. But it's a very setting for very unstable ways going forward, also because budgets have to be passed by majorities. In addition, some um, parties, political parties, may be um, keen to or willing to form what we call confidence and supply agreements with the majority party and say only on crucial matters such as, such as the budget, in which these smaller parties would then have been able to negotiate various concessions for their own constituencies. But on such cases, they would vote with, let's say, for example, the biggest party, the ANC, in some of these cases, and therefore get government ongoing that it is a time of high instability and much uncertainty. Thanks so much, Professor Susan Boysen, uh, for staying with us, uh, just talking about what is to unfold now uh, since the election results have been declared. 14 days for councils to be formed, uh, failing which, Prof, please correct me if I'm wrong, you said after that the MEC of Cocta uh, then has the right to intervene. And um, ultimately down the line, the councils will be have to place under administration if uh, there's no resolve. And at what point do they go um, into a rerun? Are there any specific time frames, Prof, that need to be met? Sakina, no, it is not specific time frames, but there is great reluctance to do that, especially in the immediate aftermath or in short succession of the preceding election. And so every effort will have to be taken. There will be um, a case of serious renegotiation, attempted minority government. I'm sure councils will even prefer to try out minority governance, which could work for a short while until one gets to the big decisions like budgets. We also know from 
the experience in South Africa in 2016 to 2021 that there can will be great, unless it is really a solidified, committed, and probably bound by a formal coalition agreement, a coalition government that's founded in that way, they, unless we have that, there's going to be serious instability and motions on no confidence are going to be attempted by political parties who renegotiate on the ground. The, if that if we don't get immediate consolidation and the only alternative is a rerun further down the line, there is, I believe there would be a fairly long period, maybe this is my guess, six months to a year of attempting to get things going and it could be very, very disruptive. We have seen in the past how coalition negotiations unfold throughout the term. And we've been hoping that that will not be the case in South Africa, but this, it seems early indications here are that instability is the name of the local government game in at least many of the 70 councils that we know are hung. Wouldn't it then be prudent to uh, for the lawmakers in the country to perhaps look into that, Prof, uh, to make sure that there are specified timeframes? Because I- I'm just trying to think of examples, and um, I remembered uh, Metsi Mahulu uh, that was a hung council, and they had to go to a rerun. And I'm just trying to find out how long it took them before they got to that rerun, and I'm reading headlines here. Um, no rerun of Metsi Mahulu by-elections. This was already in December of 2017, and uh, the elections would have taken place in May of 2016. So that's already a very long time. Yes, indeed. I think these time frames are going to, at this stage, are quite long. And I cannot see at this stage how it is going to be changed immediately. One would just hope that political parties would show more maturity and just form a broad, perhaps form a broad, almost a government, local government of national unity, just to get local development and services going. One can understand from political parties that they see, at least opposition parties for to the ANC, as an example, that they see the weakness and they see the voters having reacted against the ANC, punishing the ANC for things not done in so many years of democratic government. And yet political parties strategically, they are strategic organizations. They also have to look at um, consolidating their gains, consolidating these windfalls that opposition voters have actually given them. And that is the big struggle, I think, of this time. Do political parties go with the strategic political party political gains that they can make by getting an upper hand, keeping the upper hand that these elections have given them over the ANC in this case? Or do they say, let's go in together, and even if it means it looks as if we're forgiving the ANC for what they had not done in the previous term, we come together and help make this new government work. I think that is a big struggle, debate, political challenge at this time. And... At this stage, I do not yet see in what direction the political parties are going to go. 
going to be interesting to watch. Prof, thanks so much for your time. Professor Susan Boysen, uh, editor of the book Marriages of Inconvenience, The Politics of Coalitions in South Africa.